forget the status quo. What? This is a sports coverage thank you want to hear. All right, all right, all right. Recorded from the heart of Northeast Mississippi, covering high school, college, and the pros. Jackson Finch, Peyton Taylor, this is Cousin Cast. What's good, everybody? Hi, I'm Jackson Finch, and along with Peyton Taylor sitting across from me, we have an episode of Cousin Cast coming at you guys today. Uh, we got a, a good episode in store for you guys. We hope that you enjoy it. We hope you're enjoying everything else that we're putting out every Tuesdays at 5 o'clock. And every now and then we'll have a Thursday, and we'll let you know when that when those weeks do come upon us. Peyton, man, you know what? Just go ahead and tell them what's going on, man. I think we both got stuff going on tonight uh, in the in the realm of basketball. You'll be making your broadcast debut, I believe, tonight, and I'll be making my PA debut. Yes, I will be making my broadcast debut along with, aside Blake Long, we're going to be calling the Tish County Satilla game. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be going to be fun time. Meanwhile, I'll be doing PA for this my your, alma mater. This will be your first PA gig. I've done a lot of broadcasting, but this will be my first PA gig. Excited about it. West Union all court and Central tonight in basketball. But... We don't have just basketball to talk about. We got a lot of football to talk about, and uh, and we've been on football for a while. But man, I'm gonna cher- I'm gonna cherish it until it ends. It's not over. Football's not over. But yeah. the thing with right now in the sports world, it's crazy. Because I mean, you got footballs on the weekends, and basketball plays two or three times a week. It's just, it, it's if happening. you're an NHL fan, they're playing right now. Well, nobody is. So that's not true. Uh, there's a oh, lot of there's I'm a sorry. there's I'm a sorry. lot of Predators fans I'm around here. Sorry, actually. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it that way. Just not the biggest hockey fan myself. I'm, I would I, go to a Predators game, though. I've never been. I don't keep up with hockey, but I can watch it on TV. I can't. I can. I can't. Uh, I've never been to a Predators game. I like to go. Now, but there's a lot to talk about. Like you said, and in the NFL, and let's start out in the NFL. In the NFL, it's, it seems like it's just now really beginning the playoff push for a lot of teams. Yeah, My Steelers have made their way into the wild card spot. Can't be – can't. Would can't and wouldn't be more proud than I am right now, my Steelers. They started zero and three, and they've now went five, five and four. One. Five and one their last six games. Mika Fitzpatrick comes and changes the culture of that defense, which is crazy because he came from a winless Dolphins team. But hey, he wanted to win. Uh, he came and he's a he's a premier safety in the league. Hey, dude, he's it. tearing it up right now. The Go Steelers. He, yeah, but definitely a huge win for y'all. Looking at who y'all play next week, y'all have the Browns on Thursday Night Football. Correct. So, quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. We play them this Thursday night. That's a must win. I mean, simple as that. Oh, yeah, definitely. If every, every game for y'all, essentially, from now on is a yeah. must win. But this one, you know, being a division game is a must look at, win. Looking at the rest of y'all's schedule, and Browns, the Browns, Bengals. I hate them. The Browns, I hate them. Got to beat the Browns. But you got the Browns, the Bengals. Hate them, too. Uh, you've got the Browns again. So tw- twice in three weeks, you have the Browns. Hate the Browns. And then after that, you have the Cardinals. But who win. likes the Browns? Can you Pe- name me a Browns fan? People in Cleveland. The uh, Bills. People in Cleveland like the Browns. The Bills in Week 15. That's a tough game. I don't think any, there is. No, I don't think there's Brown fans out there. After that, we've got the Jets. Ooh, Le'Veon. They come to our place. Uh, I believe so. And then y'all go on the Ravens on the road to finish out the season. Ravens? Okay. No, I, no, no. Y'all go to play New York. And- okay. The Ravens, look, I I don't like the Ravens. If you're a Steelers fan, you hate the Ravens with all you got. But the Ravens are a good football team. Y'all should finish 
The Ravens are a good football team. I will give them that. Lamar but Jackson is playing out y'all, of y'all have Y'all should at least go 10-6 and six because y'all are 5-4 and four right now. Y'all should beat the Browns twice. That puts y'all 7. The Bengals 8. The Cardinals 9. And the Jets 10. Think That's about 10 it. wins. And then you have Bills and yeah. Jets. Uh, Ravens still. Think about it. We should have beat the Ravens. Had them in overtime in our place. There could have been another win. Should have beat the 49ers at their place. Mm-hmm. There's two more wins we should have had. I mean, y'all, yeah. I mean, y'all have got a very. We've got to let some games slip away from us. I think our team's finally, you know, we're young and we had the addition with Mega Fitzpatrick. So I feel like our team's finally getting, you know, a sense of everybody and getting some getting some flow going out there on the field. If y'all go 10 and 6, I feel very confident about y'all getting to the wild card because you look at the rest of the teams that are vying for wild card spots. Uh, the Bills are at 6 and 3. They might nab one up. The Bills are a good football team this season. And then you've got the Colts, the. Uh, Titans, the Jaguars, and Houston are all in the mix at around five and four, five and five, six and three, th- four and five. So you know they could, but that division I feel like is going to tear itself apart. Wouldn't that be something for the way the season started and all the injuries that we've been through with Ben getting hurt, Connor's gotten hurt left and right. We're only running with two running backs right now. One is a uh, unsigned rookie. Well, now he's signed, but he wasn't drafted. It's, if we were to end up going to the playoffs because of a wild card, that would just be. I'd give a lot of credit to Mike Tomlin of what he's doing there right now. Although you have to watch out for Oakland too. Oakland's hitting a five and four, and they've been surprisingly good this year. I'll, I'll say early in the season, and but even before these started, I may have been a critic on Tomlin. I, would, you know, me and my dad would talk about it, talking about you know, is he on the hot seat or is he not? And I'm like, look, Dad, the Steelers win championships, and we have not been in a championship contention. I w- a couple years ago, we played in the AFC Championship against the playoffs, and I wouldn't say we were in contention then because the playoffs just waxed our tail. You said it like that. You said, look, Dad. Look, Dad. Oh, question. Is your dad a Lakers fan, too? He follows them because I do. I, I I wondered if he did. I was I was curious. I don't think he watches much NBA. Yeah, general, but staying on the Steelers, just if we were, maybe even if we're not in the playoffs, but if we push there for a wild card, I would give Mike Tomlin a lot of credit for what he's doing to this team. I'm yeah. really liking what he's putting out on the field. I, as long as y'all just don't explode in the second half, Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat. Uh, I love what he's doing right now. Looking at the rest of the AFC, the Patriots are still in the lead for the one seed. And then it's pretty simple down the division from there. Baltimore's in the two seed at seven and two. Houston's in the three seed at six and three. And Kansas City is at the four seed at six and four after their loss to the Titans last I week. I don't know if we talked about this last episode, but I know we talked about it off the air. For Dallas, what would it be like for them? You know, I mean, they start out really hot. They're undefeated in the division. But they're, I mean, they're not the greatest team out there, but they're going to win their division. Oh, yeah. Because their division is so bad. They're going to win their division. They're tied right now with Philadelphia at 5 and 4. They will make the playoffs. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm at ease right now because you're making the playoffs. You're at ease, but at the same time, you're not happy with Garrett. But, That's true. Because, and, and, you, you know, if you go to the playoffs, you're just going to get waxed by the 5 seed because the 5 seed. Right now, it's looking like it's going to be Seattle, and Seattle will a, wax the floor. That's with the a Cowboys. that's a really good team. Seattle is. We watched them last night, late. So, what is the are the who's in their who's their lead? The Chiefs. No, 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 not Chiefs. No, the Forty Nine. Forty Nine. I'm sorry, I get them mixed. Forty Nine still have the lead yeah. by half a game, even though the Seattle won last night. Yes, still have a half a game lead. Um, San Francisco. That game last night. That was two good football teams. Two very yep. very good football teams. Uh, sorry to. Uh, Chris uh, McLaughlin, I, I jinxed you last night. He did. You did. You jinxed him hard. I, I, right when he went up to kick the game winner. You jinxed I said, Russell Wilson, too. Yeah. I said, he's going to hook it left. He hooked it left. And then I, Wilson was leading around the field. I said, man, he's just got to be the MVP front runner. throws a pick. So You did. You said he was like, man, he's got 22 touchdowns, only one interception. Can you believe that? Two seconds later, pick. Only thing I got wrong was I said it was going to end in a tie. I was four seconds away from that being correct. 
Um, but, you know, with the NFL, looking at the NFC, though, just a quick overview, uh, San Francisco's still at the one seed. Green Bay is at the two. Uh, New Orleans is at the three. Dallas is at the four. And then it is Seattle at the five and Minnesota at the six. You're talking about the MVP race. Who's more of an MVP? Russell Wilson for the Seattle Seahawks or that dang black cat? I don't want to talk about that black cat, man. That black cat has put some crazy numbers off your Giants. I'm sorry. Oh, my I'm, gosh, I'm sorry dude. to admit it. That freaking – we're up 12-3, to 3, and then they go on a 34-9 to, 34 to run. That thing's got or 34 power, to 6 bro. run. It's got That's power, bull bro. crap, man. Now you are 0-2. How many picks has Daniel thrown since then? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, he hadn't. I don't know about picks, but he's he's fumbled the ball. Look, he's played. He's played. We're two and eight now. He's played. We were so he's played eight games. He's fumbled the ball. I think fifteen times in eight games. That's bad. That's ball, bro. I don't care if he's a rookie or not. That's ball security issues. Y'all might not win another game, but that black cat. That black cat's doing its work. We'll just we'll just pick Chase Young in the draft. That's fine, me. Speaking of. that's a great, great segment into the Chase Young. What's going on at Ohio State? Let's talk about that. So this is what happened. This is what I read about that situation. Chase Young, he's the running back, correct? No, no, no. He's the he's star the, defensive end. Defensive, yeah, that's right. Defensive end at Ohio State. Was it, how long ago was this? A year ago? Two years uh, ago? This was his freshman year. His freshman year, and he's I don't know. No, what. no, 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 no. This was last year. Last year. Last year. He takes a loan. This is like straight from a bank, correct? No, this was from a. From a family friend. Family friend. Family friend. Gets a loan from them to fly his girlfriend out to the Rose Bowl. Correct? Yes. And the NCAA is filing as an impermissible benefit. Uh, even though he paid them back. You know how stupid that is? Yeah. He, he paid them back, too. That's the crazy That's thing. That's stupid. The, the loan has been paid back, and they confirmed it was, a, it was a true family friend. It wasn't a booster. That's that's so bad. The uh, NCAA is so stubborn about that stuff, bro. Yeah, so... So if anything, if anything, holding him out against Maryland should have been enough. Um, I I can I can see what they're doing with James Wiseman and the Penny Hart, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But that right there, which that's that's stupid. I don't really know about the James Harsman, Wiseman situation either. You don't we'll know talk, about we'll it. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a little bit. I don't know, bro. That Chase Young. I read that and I was like, you got to be kidding me right NCAA now. NCAA has got to. They have got to be better about defining what's a booster and what's a family friend. Because in that situation, everything I've heard, that was definitely just a family friend. Agreed. I and, agreed. And, and, and he paid it back. Yeah. I mean, it, if be different if you know he wasn't paying it back and that he just took it and, he, and instead of buying his girlfriend a plane ticket for the Rose Bowl, he went out and bought himself a Mercedes. Yeah. But, this was. Did that help the team at all? No. Exactly. He he's already at Ohio State. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, and then with the James Wiseman, the only thing I'll I'll give towards the NCAA is that Penny Hardaway did give a gift, you know, a monetary gift to the University of Memphis in two thousand eight, which qualified him as a booster. But the thing was, Penny at no point in t- when that happened in twenty seventeen, he had no intention of being the Memphis head coach. Agreed. He was he. He wanted, He was becoming the coach of Memphis East, and he wanted Wiseman to come play for him. Agreed. Which is a totally different story. Th- that's completely legal. Yeah. Well, and that's another story yeah, about high another... school recruiting. Yeah. It's, but, a lot, it's a lot of people. Yeah. But it, that was, you know, by all intents and purposes, even though it really shouldn't be, it was legal yeah. for high school rules. He was not in consideration for the Memphis job at, at that time. He had not applied for the Memphis job. Uh, the, the former coach was still there. 
it's just like they're going out trying to find stuff to, to hurt people. Yeah. They I, see I that recruiting class, and they're like, dang, something's going on over there at Memphis. They're just speculating, and they found this. And Memphis uh, or and the NCAA in May – it was self-reported by Hardaway, Wiseman, and Memphis, and the NCAA said, oh, "Yeah, they yeah. knew about it. They said you're fine. Yeah, go play." Yeah, this wasn't a secret. His Wiseman's lawyer came out and said, "We weren't hiding this from anybody. This was this was out for anybody to see. This was not a secret they were trying to hide." Uh, if he gets ruled ineligible, then that's ridiculous. and if you don't know, what we're talking about Penny Hardaway. Uh, helped his fam- helped James Wiseman's family. Gave he- him eleven thousand dollars of moving. Expenses. Yeah, from moving from Nashville to Memphis to come play for him at East Memphis High School. Yes, yes. Penny Memphis, Wade, at Memphis East High School, not at the University of Memphis. And no, at no time was Penny a was he involved with the Memphis basketball program. He gave a one time gift back. 10 to 15 years ago. The NCAA just hurt themselves. Again, this is why there needs to be more strict regulations on a booster. How, like, you know, how much money can a person give before they're seen as a booster? How long ago? Because to me, even though he's a Memphis alum, he is is a Memphis alum, if his only gift was a million-dollar gift 10 years ago, and he has given nothing else to the university since in monetary value, which he hasn't, I don't know if I consider him a booster anymore. This is just going to hurt the NCAA, though. If they rule it, James Wiseman ineligible, because that's going to take away, you know, ticket sales. James gonna, Wiseman would have brought a lot of ticket sales. It's going to take away ticket sales, and it's going to take away the top prospects saying, screw this, I'm going to sit out. Yeah, you know, he's still going to be the how many, top five pick. That leads into the set argument. We've heard about it just around here. How many kids are recruited by coaches to say, hey, move from your district and come over here to play? You know, happens if you need it, all if, you need, the time. if you need anything, we'll help you out with it. Happens all the time. It happens. Happens all right the time. here in Northeast Mississippi. It, and and then that becomes every kid that's done it thinking, well, I don't want to go and be ruled ineligible. I'm going to go play in the NBL. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they? They, they can gotta, go make a salary. They got to fix it. They the NCAA fix it fast. is killing the college basketball game. They got to fix it fast. And they don't realize they're doing it. Got to fix it. Oh, speaking of, let's move into college football and college basketball. I don't let's want to do talk it. about that anymore. Uh, that, uh, that's frustrating. It's very frustrating. All right, well. And I'm not even a college athlete, but that's frustrating. No, but that's just so frustrating. Uh, it, we, You have two big uh, results, obviously, this weekend. Minnesota pulling off the big upset. Row the boat, man. Yeah, row the freaking boat. 31-26 to over number four, Penn State. That was awesome to watch. And then, of course, 46-41, to the LSU Tigers knock off the Alabama Crimson Tide. They will surely be ranked number one tonight, I would have to figure. Yeah, for real. I mean, who did Ohio State play? Did they even play? Yeah, yeah, they beat Maryland 73-14. If LSU's not the number one, I don't know, bro. They they have four top ten wins on the season. Two are true road, true road true games. True road games. That's, Three, I no, mean, wait, no, it's two, it's two. And then they beat Florida and Auburn both at home. Oh, Texas yeah, okay, at road, yeah. Alabama. I told you yesterday, I'm LSU, just a flat out better team than Alabama. They're just better than them. I, I mean, I can't really. They're better from them from the start. They're better from to the end, and they're better all season. They're just. I'm not sure 100 percent. Tua Tagovailoa does not make a difference. Yeah, well, there were multiple times where you could tell, especially on third and longs, where LSU got the pressure to him because he couldn't really move consistently with the same speed mm-hmm. he usually does. Yeah. If and you play that game again with two at 100%, I'm not so sure that Bama doesn't win the football game. But credit to LSU. that foot That's football. You know, you've got to go out and yep. you've got to play with injuries sometimes. Just because he's a quarterback. 
despite uh, despite of it, I mean, LSU lost their best pass rusher over the weekend. But get, give them credit. They won on the road, won in maybe the toughest environment in college football, and they knocked off a, the, the king of the SEC for the past 10 years. And they are now looking like a sure bet to represent the SEC West in the SEC championship game against presumably Georgia. I I can guarantee you that Tua Tagovailoa was not the only player out there that's not 100. percent Oh no, I mean they definitely have players out there playing through. We're ten weeks. We're ten weeks into a football season. Nobody's 100. percent No, yeah, nobody is 100. percent And that's why you cannot tell me that Tua Tagovailoa was in you know tip top shape. He had surgery three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, there's no way he came back. After the game, I'm, I'm sure some, most of y'all seen this clip. He could barely walk off the field on his own power. I'm going to say they said he was about 75, 80%. I think he was around 60. I say he was just good enough to go. I think I think he was – I think – I really think that Tua's thing was, okay, if you can – you know, if you can stand – you if you are able to stand in the pocket, you can throw it all day long. Nothing about that. But if you try to run, you're going to hurt. You're going to be mean, slow. But and they said that's what Nick Saban said after the game. He said he didn't regret playing him because uh, there was no more damage to his ankle. It just made him hurt a little bit more. That's why I don't think he plays unless absolutely needed this weekend against Mississippi State. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but I mean, they made the right decision. Tua made the right decision. He had to play, and he did. And like I said, LSU was just better. Yeah, no doubt about it. Moving on to uh, the other upset. I mean, Minnesota can't give them enough credit, man. Did They're you watch now- the whole game? I didn't get to watch the whole game. I was coaching uh, a Little League team, but I watched uh, – I just watched the last final few minutes. I'm not going to lie to you, but those final few minutes were – I watched most of the second half. Good to watch. Hey, man, it's just – what P.J. Flex got going over there in Minnesota is just – it's some, I think it's special. They were right to get that seven-year contract extension done before this game. Yeah. They, you know, some people say he took a risk because this is a – you know, if they got blown out, then it looks bad. But they were confident in him, and now it's a good thing because – you could have been sure that, that uh, hint, hint, Arkansas, who fired their coach this weekend, if that extension would have got done, there would have been a call made up to Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's right there on the edge of being in playoff contention. It'll be neat to see. On the edge. They're in playoff contention. It would be, they went out, they beat Ohio State, they are in the playoff. Yeah, it'll be neat to see where they where the committee puts them tomorrow. Yeah, I think they'll be tonight, where they put them tonight. You want to go in uh, predictions on uh, our top ten of the, the college football playoffs? I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'll do that. Yeah, um, I'll pull them up real quick from last week, just as a little bit of reference, um, and we'll go from ten to one. I think it's going to be interesting if you don't know where to find it tonight. The college football playoff rankings will be released on ESPN at six p.m. our time, uh, seven p.m. In, uh, Central. If you're for some reason in the or at seven p.m. Eastern, if you're in the Eastern time zone for some reason right now, uh, excited to see what it is. I think I kind of know what's going to happen tonight for the most part. But here is – well, no. Why does ESPN not list the, the uh, college football playoff poll? That's pretty stupid. Uh, you want to go ahead and just release uh, – who do you think your biggest mover and biggest dropper are in the college football Well, rankings? Minnesota's definitely going to be the biggest mover. They were at like 14. Biggest riser, yeah. I think they are at like 14 they were, or something. They were at 17, I believe. Yeah, so they're definitely in the top 10. Um, and then the one who goes down the most. Yeah, they were at 17. The one that goes down the most, probably Alabama. Because they were in at three, were they not? Yeah. They're def- they'll drop – I mean, they'll they'll drop to – no, I'll say Penn State. Penn State might be knocked out of the top ten, maybe. I'm going to say – If not, they'll be right there at ten. I'm going to agree with you. I, I think that's about right. Um, that game did some damage. Because that, that conference that they're in is not like the SEC – they're in the Big Ten, correct? 
Uh, yes, yeah. The uh, a one loss Big Ten, Big Ten team is just not getting in unless your name is Ohio State. They're just, they're just not. So that loss to Penn State just kind of that kind of killed their playoff vibe. Uh, my biggest uh my biggest riser is gonna be Minnesota. I think if you don't pick them, you're gonna be you're gonna wonder, you know, why are you? Why would you not pick them? My biggest dropper is gonna be Wake Forest. They came in nineteen uh, in the college football ranking, seven and one, and they lost on the road to Virginia Tech, who has not been very good this season, thirty six to seventeen. I think they drop out of the top twenty five completely. Uh, but here was your top ten from last week. It was uh, from one to ten: Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Penn State, Clemson, Georgia, Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma, and Florida. What do you think? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Florida State's around ten. Okay. Uh, I'll keep Penn State in at the top ten right now. I'll put them at nine. Okay. Oklahoma, no. Then I'll put Minnesota eight. Oklahoma at six. Okay, I'm still on track. Um, who would be at five? So that would be that'd be the first team out, right? Yes. I'm gonna be missing some people because Georgia's still not. Look, so LSU will be one. Okay. Ohio State's my two. Yeah. Uh, I think Georgia will be at three. And then that four spot. Who could be in that four spot? Clemson. Alab- Clemson? Yeah, oh yeah, Clemson. And then five Alabama. Five Alabama. So one some, some one of those teams got to drop out. Wait. Where's you, Oregon? Wait, 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 wait. You think Georgia's going to jump Clemson? Uh, no, backwards. Clemson, Clemson three, three, Georgia four. Here's my top ten. My, not, uh, my I don't t- have it right in front of me. My like top ten is, I think Baylor... I like their win against TCU, and I think it was maybe triple overtime, double overtime. They, I like them resi- resilience, winning uh, a tough game um, against conference opponent, a rival if you in TCU as well. I put Baylor at ten. I think Penn State drops a little bit to eleven. I think Florida goes up to nine. I think Oklahoma goes up to eight. I think Minnesota goes up to seven. Well, no, no, sorry, sorry. I think Florida drops out as well. It could because it, so I have Baylor at ten, I have Oklahoma at nine. I think Utah stays at eight. I think Minnesota jumps to seven. Oregon goes to six. Georgia goes to wait. I, yeah, this is kind of it's kind of hard to remember your numbers. Uh, yeah, you should have two teams drop out of the top ten, Penn State and Florida. Yeah, so and ba- Baylor jumps in. Basically, my top six. I'm gonna have Oregon at six. I'm gonna have. Alabama at five. I'm gonna have Clemson at four. I'm gonna have. Uh, I had them on the top of my head. Georgia. No, no, no. I'm so sorry, y'all. I have one more time. Oregon at six. Bama at five. Georgia at four. Clemson at three. Ohio State at two. And LSU at one. That does get a little confusing trying to think. Okay, who's dropping out? Who's dropping in? You need to write it down. That's yeah, because how- I mean we had two two teams lose out of the top four. So. Regardless, I think Minnesota jumps into. Uh, the seven spot, and I think Baylor jumps into the top ten tonight too. I'd be especially with Oklahoma uh, coming to Waco next week for a big matchup. That's where game days go, and I'd be surprised if Baylor don't drop, jump in the top ten. Uh, let's jump into and talk about Mississippi State and Ole Miss as we usually do. Uh, you know, Mississippi State uh, had a bye week this week, so not much to talk about there. Yeah, just gotta be ready to play for the the dragon that is Alabama that's coming off the loss. Mm, that's we talked about last week how. I wanted LSU to win because Ole Miss is going to be playing next week, and you wanted Bama to win because State was going to be playing next week. Uh, 
I, I got the better of that one. Yeah, you did. Uh, because Saban is going to have his team uh, very upset and ready to play in Starville next week. I don't think it's. I don't think they need Saban to do much. I think those players are upset. You think? Do you think we talked about it a little bit this week? Do you think? Okay, two two part of question. Would you start Mac Jones over two this week? And do you think he will start over two this week? I would. You know, just give two it. They they can. They can beat the Mississippi State team off sheer talent, and so they can beat them, beat us with their backup quarterback. So I definitely think that they should, and I, I, I honestly do think they will with Tua, you know, in pads available if necessary. I, why would you not? Why would you not? Saban doesn't strike me as a guy who is, you know, just doesn't, you know, doesn't play people just not to play people. I think I, he's always struck me as a mentality of. If you can play, you're going to play. I think they should start Mac Jones, but I think they start Tua, and I think it leans a lot on Najee Harris in the run game. I think I think Tua – I would be surprised if Tua attempted under over 10 passes while he's in the football game. Look, if Tua comes out there, that sends me the message that they're coming out there to just kill us. They have no – you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're coming out there to get their revenge on what happened last week. The big, the big question is, and this will be going back to kind of the national aspect for just a second – it's been a lot of talk. Can Bama do what they did a, two years ago and get into the playoff with without winning even the SEC West? Yes, they can. You think they can this year? Because their name's Alabama. I don't think they can. I, I really don't think they can. Uh, their name's their big, schedule was much tougher two years ago than it was this year. The, and, and again, we've ta- I've talked about it. You schedule years in advance. That's not necessarily going to say, but he can't help with how the SEC West has turned out to be. Probably one of the worst SEC West in a long, long time. Probably since fourteen, when we were number one, mm-hmm. when Mississippi State was number one. Yeah. That that year was kind of down for the SEC. I, I don't know if I'd say that. Uh, it's, it's, everybody was even, yeah, but they were all good. That's the difference. Uh, Arkansas, okay, Arkansas was down that year. Well, they had Brent. No, Arkansas was actually decent that year. They, they almost were, beat uh, us. They were eight and four, nine and three. Yeah. yeah. So you had State at one, you had Auburn at four, you had Ole Miss at three at one point. They just got killed by the injury bug that year. You had Bama, who ended up uh, sneaking into the playoff uh, and sneaking back into the SEC and making the playoff. And then you had A and M, who was competitive that year, no doubt about it. And then you had Arkansas. And then you had LSU, who's always competitor. The ones that beat us, they were in the top 25 a while. That was one of the more dominant SEC Wests, I would say. They were even, for the most part, but they were dominant. The difference is this year, I think Ole Miss, Auburn, uh, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, and not Arkansas. I think those four, Arkansas's the cellar dweller. The other four, they could beat each other on any given day. But the, the reason is because all four of them have massive holes as a football team. I think Auburn's the best out of those four. Auburn's definitely the best. Out of those four, I would definitely rank Auburn, Texas A&M, and then it's a toss-up between State and Ole Miss. Agreed. I agree with that. And uh, then Alabama and then LSU above all. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, they Bama's just had it. And the one, you know, that was their chance to get that marquee win, and they just couldn't get it. I don't know. They do have Auburn left on the schedule. That's going to end up being their best win, but Auburn could end up being a four-loss team. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this about this weekend for the Bulldogs. I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. What what can Moorhead and the dogs show me coming out of the bye week, coming home, coming off the win? They're going to lose. I know this. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to see how they play. You're looking forward to seeing them get 50 dropped on their heads? Hey, as long as we compete. I know we're going to lose coming into it, but I'm looking forward to see how they – 
how because last time we came out by week we went to Tennessee and lost. I'm looking to see how this. I'm looking forward to see how we come rebound out of this bye week, coming off a win in Arkansas. Look, we look pretty good. Man, if I can just be honest, I, I think, and, and this is nothing against uh, y'all. It really is. Y'all played excellent at Arkansas two weeks ago, and everybody say, oh, it was Arkansas. They're terrible. Yeah, they're terrible, but credit to y'all. Y'all did exactly what y'all needed to do to go in there and dominate the football game. Nothing against y'all. Y'all are playing better football. But I think Alabama walks all over y'all on Saturday. And, it's not, again, nothing against y'all. But Saban has a very good history of his teams after they lose, except for the sugar, excluding the Sugar Bowl from a couple years ago when they just didn't want to be there. His teams walking over their the next week opponent, like making a major statement. I think they do that Saturday. I just I wanna I wanna see our team prevent that. That's all I'm saying. No 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 no, and I completely get that. If you see that, that is an excellent sign. And if I see State compete with Alabama. On Saturday, I get very, very worried about the Egg Bowl. Now, I get very worried. No, I'm not saying we go back to 2017, almost beat them, and should have beat them. No, and but I'm you're not talking, talking about you're that. talking about just don't let it be just, out of out, don't let it be out of reach by the first just quarter. Just taming the lion, yeah, if you will. I'm looking if we can go in there and just hold our own for a little bit. If you can, uh, let me. Would this be less than three scores? Is uh, down by less than three scores at halftime? If we can keep it, the spread's at 21. If we can keep it 21 or under. I don't want to – yeah, if we get into the 28-35, yeah, that gets kind of hard. Yeah. But, yeah, if we can keep it three scores or under, and I don't know. Again, I'm just, nothing I'm, against y'all, but I do think Bama I'm looking forward to see spread. how I'm looking forward to see how they, they compete against them. Uh, now moving on to Ole Miss, uh, I mean, New Mexico State. I'm actually disappointed in this weekend's win. Here's why. You had maybe the worst FBS program right now. They're 0-9 now. They are awful – they're just, I cannot state how bad New Mexico State is. You only threw the ball 19 times. Why in the world? You know you can literally just run it whenever you want. Why in the world are you only throwing the ball 19 times? I, like I told you on the uh, last week's episode, I wanted us to throw the ball more than we ran it because I wanted to see the passing game open up. That didn't happen, and it worries me. It worries me, especially for LSU. Well, rather, it worries me for LSU next week not being able to stay competitive with them because they know we're just going to run the football. But it definitely worries me for the Egg Bowl because to beat y'all, I think we're going to have to be a little bit creative in the passing game. I, even though y'all's runs defense has not been great this year, I don't. y'all have had 11 weeks to scout us. I don't want y'all to just be able to stack the box all night. Uh, my dad, me and my dad were actually talking about that the other day, just the way our defense has played. We'll have everybody. That's what that's and with John Rice being at quarterback, I just told that I said, just blitz him. Blitz him all game. Make John Rice make John Rice throw over us and beat us it, with his it, arm. Yeah, if if I mean, it, don't get me wrong, y'all don't want to lose at all. But it'll be much easier for you to take a loss if John Rice throws for four touchdowns and three hundred yards than if he runs for two fifty and three touchdowns. Yeah, I should tell my dad I said if I was shoot, I'd just bring heat. Bring heat up the middle, bring heat up the sides. I just send them each way. Just prevent the run. They I would blitz over the arm. I would blitz ninety percent of the time. Yeah, just night. send the heat every which way. John Rice, he's never played in the egg ball. He don't. He grew up in Mississippi, so he knows the he knows the you know rivalry that it is. But he's never played in it. He's on the road. Yeah, I just told Dad. I said I just I just send six, send seven. I just send them. So, uh, and I know we've done this past couple of times, but. Uh, 
if he will, I want to pull Blake in here real quick because I like I like having him discuss Ole Miss matters with me. Just kind of a, and of course I want your input too. But uh, Blake was at the game Saturday with family visiting in from uh, out of town, and with with in a game where we could have tested the waters passing the football. Me and Blake talked about it too. With me wanting to, you know, me wanting Ole Miss to throw the ball more than we ran it. Is it a sign that the coaching staff has decided to you, Blake? John Ross is our guy that Corral only played the last six minutes of the game. I was very shocked that Matt Corral did not get more playing time. In fact, my dad and I, uh, we had discussed that we honestly expected John Rice to get the first half and Matt Corral to get the second half. Um, and he did not – essentially didn't do that. He, he got like he six minutes. He essentially got the entire fourth quarter and about the – I think he came in at the – literally I looked at the clock one eleven to go in the third quarter of play. Um, and I, I can't recall him throwing more than he threw three, two passes. He threw two passes. Two passes, yeah. Uh, I, I'm like you. I was very disappointed in the passing game. Um, but Ole Miss didn't have success with the passing against New Mexico State. So what makes me think they're going to have success against LSU or Mississippi State the next two weeks? I mean, John Ross did go 11 for 17, but it's not necessarily. I think I, I truly think John Ross is a. He's not. He's not. He is an average passer, but I think he's a better passer than a lot of Ole Miss fans give him credit for. I think the problem with our offense right now is that Rich Rod, he's not utilizing the middle of the field it, like they were talking about. And as much as I hate Gary Danielson, he made a good point on Saturday against Alabama LSU. I know, colored me shocked. He said, "If you can throw it up the middle in college football, you'll beat a lot of teams." Because the middle is usually where teams are most vulnerable in the passing game. I saw a lot of lazy passes off John Rice Plumley's arm the other day. Uh, several times I looked at my dad and said, you know, if we were playing an opponent worth of salt, that would have been an interception. Um, I just was not impressed. I, and you, he was 11-17, yeah, but against uh, a, a, not an opponent's 0-9. Yeah. I mean, he's probably – Eight of 17, seven of seven. I, I would like to see what John Ryan's can do in the passing game if we were throwing the ball a little bit more vertically. I, I'm I'm kind of sick of just seeing out routes to the outside. Yeah, I agree. I'm very, very sick of that. But thank you, Blake. I appreciate that as always. Uh, real quick, we talked about it. Who's your top six in the college football playoff tonight? Who do you think gets ranked top six? LSU deserves to be number one. I don't think they're going to drop Ohio State more than number two. Um, I will say, honest to goodness, after that, I don't think Bama drops much. You know, you think Clemson gets number three? I think probably, yeah. Um, and I'm going to say Alabama probably stays. I'm going to say they're number four. And that's, that's wow. just the only prediction I'm going to say. So they're still number four because they know how much money they're going to make off Alabama in the playoff. If they're not number four, they're number five at the very least. Uh, where do you see Minnesota jumping? I said it's seven. They were at 17 last week. I think they jumped ten spots to seven. I think they're they're definitely top ten, um, and don't don't be surprised if they get that high. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Blake. We appreciate you as always. Uh, thank you. Uh, go Tigers. Yeah, but Jackson, what's what's kind of your view on that as well? Uh, the passing game with Ole Miss. Are you kind of surprised we didn't open it up more against New Mexico State? Well, I mean, I don't really watch your game, so I can't really give my in depth opinion opinion on that. But I mean, anytime you play a team like that, I mean. It's good to express, explore all your options on offense, and if you say you didn't pass very much, that is kind of it's kind of shocking that y'all didn't just impose your will on New Mexico State as as in many ways as you can. Uh, moving now, we're gonna uh, go into our game predictions like we usually do. Um, but real quick, uh, why don't you tell them the Kevin Connell hitting academy question of the week? Yes, the Kevin Connell hitting academy question of the week. Uh, our sponsor, our great sponsor. Uh, he asked us today, if you could be a superhero, you have two powers, 
give your name and give your origin story, what would it be? Uh, mine would be the ability to control time would be one of them. So essentially time travel, time travel, reverse time, move forward in time. And then also telekinesis, which if you don't know, that's the ability to control anything with your mind. Uh, I haven't thought much on my name. Uh, I don't know how I feel about you stealing my superpower. No, you're telepathic. We talked about it. I'm telekinesis as well and invisibility. Um, my origin story is that I was made from sand. Made from sand. You got that right. I was made from sand. How does sand. that make sense with your with your abilities? Oh well. You think <laughs> of it. I was made from sand. Uh, mine would be that uh, I was a stage four cancer patient, and I was uh, that I took an experimental treatment, and that's how I got my powers. A lot of uh, that goes along not with origin stories, but a lot of superhero movies have that type of deal with it, like you know experimental, experimental testing. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty simple one, but you know, uh, I was made from sand. Mate, I was made from sand. Dig it. I'm the sand mine dude. Yeah, that's me. I'm the uh, sand mine dude that can become invisible in sand. I can bond with the sand. All right, moving into I'm our one game. one with the sand. Moving into our game predictions. Uh, one, a good one right off the bat. Uh, a lot of good games this weekend. Minnesota travels to Iowa, 17 versus 18, although it's sure to be around 7 versus 18. Um, Iowa's a two-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, still not get, Vegas still not giving uh, Minnesota any respect. Well, I am. Row the boat, man. Minnesota. Row the boat as well. I think Minnesota wins the football game now. They do have Wisconsin in a couple weeks in a rivalry game. They usually play the Paul Bunyan Trophy on the line. That's going to be a tough one. But for right now, I think Row I think PJ Fleck boat. PJ Fleck will have his team ready for the trap game. He'll yeah. have his ready. He'll have his team ready for I don't know jumping in the pool at summer. Like give, that's the type give of guy me he is. give me Minnesota. Uh, moving on, uh, Georgia travels on the road to play Auburn. Uh, and Georgia's two and a half point favorite. I think Georgia wins, and I think they win big. You think Georgia wins big? I think they win big. Um, I definitely want. I definitely have Georgia winning that game, but I don't think you say they win big. I don't know if I win if they. I don't know if I'll say that they win very big. I feel like Auburn will stay well, in contention. By big, I think by two scores. That's where's it at again? It's at Auburn. I, I still like Georgia in that game, but, I mean, they play every year. They know each other. I think that'll be a good game to watch. Um, Let's go with Wisconsin and Nebraska. Wisconsin's a 14.5-point favorite on the road. Wisconsin at Nebraska. Nebraska has not been as well as everybody thought they were going to be. That's usually Nebraska. Also very true. Um, What's what's the points again? 14.5 in favor of the Badgers. Look, you know what? I'm going to go to Nebraska under that. I think they're going to cover that. I think Nebraska covers that, too. I really do. I think a rivalry game, they'll be ready for it. Um, Michigan State, at, at, on the road at Michigan. Michigan's a 13.5-point favorite. As much as I hate to say it, Michigan's going to kill Michigan State at home. They're going to yeah. kill them. I mean, they'll they'll win. I don't know by how much. but they, They'll I, win by three scores. I definitely have the Wolverines winning that one. Navy at Notre Dame. See, a lot of good games this weekend. Navy, number 24. Notre Dame, number 15. Fighting Irish, a 9.5-point favorite. Look, man. Go Army beat Navy. So I've got Notre Dame. You're an Army man? Yes. Well, I'm a Navy man. Give me Navy. Go Army beat Navy. Uh, Next we have Wake Forest at Clemson. Clemson is a 33.5 point favorite. Well, they cover all that. You think they cover that? Wow. Yes. Clemson, Ye- Tigers. 
I don't know if they cover that. That's a that's a huge huge spread. Clams in. Clemson. I, I'm gonna go Wake Forest to just barely cover. Like I'm talking, maybe Clemson beats them by 31. They just barely cover that one. Uh, Oklahoma at Baylor uh, College Game Day game is uh, Oklahoma is a 10 point favorite. Uh, Oklahoma already has a loss under their belt from Kansas State. I'm gonna say they not do not allow that again. Baylor might come under the spread. It might be a really close game, but I'm saying. Uh, Oklahoma does not allow another loss. Baylor to cover, Oklahoma to win. Uh, I think that's fair. Um, I like what Matt Rule's doing there. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, and that, see, a lot of good games this week. We're just now getting to our final two games, the Mississippi game. Uh, first, we'll go Alabama at Mississippi State. Alabama is a 21-point favorite. Look, I, I'm ex- I, I want to see how we re- uh, we respond off the bye week, off the win. I'm going to get the Bulldogs to cover. I'm going to get Bama to cover. I just think. I mean, Sa- I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, I think Saban just has. I his definitely guys could see that happening. But I and, and like you, even though I would start Mac Jones, I think they start Tua. Uh, give got, me. For some reason, I've got some good mojo. I, I'm going to say Bulldogs cover. Alabama still wins though, very handily. LSU at uh, at Ole Miss, and LSU is a 21 point favorite. So the spreads are the same. Yes, spreads are the same. Mm. That game, I mean, it's the same as our game. It just depends on what kind of. LSU can come off a lot, can come off the high, a little hungover, and Ole Miss can take advantage of it. Or Coach O has them ready, and they just go out and do their thing, and they win handily like they always do. You know, I've been saying, uh, I've been saying that I think Ole Miss, you know, hangs with them for a decent while because they're going to be hungover. But nobody talks about Edward Drum being a great X and X's and O's coach. What does everybody say he is though? He's a motivator. He's a motivator. Teams that have motivators as head coach usually don't have hangovers. Give me the Tigers to Plus, they've been I think I think Ole Miss plays LSU closer than Mississippi State plays Bama because LSU is more likely to be hungover than Bama. But and it's an 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, but give me uh, give me give me LSU to cover the spread. LSU's battle tested man this season. They've already got four huge wins, and we have the worst pass defense in the SEC. So I don't think it really phases them that much. Honestly, I think LSU covers that 21. Well, what that's gonna wrap it up. That would. Do you uh, want to talk just any any points about some basketball, high school, college, anything you want to say? My Lakers are doing great right now. Lakers Suffered a loss against the Raptors here, but I mean that's a little hiccup in the road. But I, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from the Los Angeles Lakers. Surprise! It to be uh, football in our area. I'd say this year is definitely uh, Smithville football powerhouse one A not making the playoffs. Uh, they were they were officially put out by TCPS's win over West Lowndes last week. But, um, college basketball, Mississippi State. Well, I went there Friday night. Had a little scare against them, Houston State. They were down 16 or 17 late in the second half, but my Bulldogs fought back and ended up winning. I'm proud of them. Ole oh. Miss, took, y'all took care of business against whoever yeah. y'all played. Arkansas State being 71-43. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all Fifth, uh, Fourth lowest point total we've held a team to in the last 20 years. How did uh, Tyree play? <sighs> pretty good. Pretty good. No he's going to be the one to, to get the rock y'all's boat for real. No doubt about it. We got our highest-ranking commit at, I saw that. In, in program history. That's a that's a big that's a big get. Forty-four best player out of high school in the country. I saw that's that. A huge get. Matthew Matthew Merle. But with that, let's call it to an end. Jackson, you have anything you want to say? No, sir. I think we we touched them all. It was good fun doing it like it always is. And you go ahead and wrap it up, man. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. As always, keep tuned with us on all of our social media outlets. Uh, 
Facebook, Cousin Cast, Instagram, Cousin Cast, Cousin Cast, and Twitter, at Cast Cousin. Make sure you're tuned in. We put out new episodes every week. We Y'all know this by now. We thank you for listening, as always. We thank you for the support. For Jackson Finch, I'm Peyton Taylor. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.